Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. What's up, everyone? This is Amy Weiss, and Andy is moving today from Cali to Idaho or something. <laughs> and we are on episode number 72 of the Seller Roundtable, and I'm here with my special guest, Cody Butler. Welcome, Cody. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. So, you know, Cody wrote a book called The 90-Day Marketing Plan. And so we're going to figure out what that's all about today. I'm excited to talk about it because marketing is so huge. I was telling Cody before we hit the record button that if I had to do it all over again, if I had to go back to college and earn all these degrees all over again, that I would go back for marketing because it's so, so important. So I I love um, talking about marketing. I'm excited to talk to Cody about this today and have him share all of his knowledge, all the secrets for us, um, and have us kind of simplify marketing a little bit because people get overwhelmed, right? Uh, Cody, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your background, where you're from, you know, as much as you want to share with our listeners. <laughs> so I'm originally from, from, from England. I grew up in the UK, moved to the United States when I was uh, 17, went to college there, went back to the UK. Now I'm in Sydney, Australia. So I've been around. If, you, if my accent confuses you, there's a good reason for that. I've been all over the place over the last 30 years now, really. So. <laughs> but I started out, I realized my entrepreneurial journey began, I guess I was probably about 11 years old when uh, I wanted more from life than my allowance would allow for me to have. And I figured at a very young age that if I wanted more, I was going to have to do more. I was never going to have the things that I wanted from life. And in that particular instance, it was a bicycle. I remember it very well. There's a particular bicycle I wanted, which was uh, 200 pounds. And my allowance was one pound a week. So that was uh, four years worth of allowance to an 11 year old, which may as well have been a thousand years. So I started, uh, I grabbed a a bucket and a sponge and started knocking on people's doors, asking if they wanted their, their, their cars washed. And I was able to get that bike within a, within a few months. So that's where kind of, the entrepreneurial spark started within me. It, it, you know, if I wanted more, then I realized that I had to work more and do more and be more. And that, that's where it all started. And from that point on, really just, it's, it's been a bit of a roller coaster journey. I've been up and I've been down, but, uh, you know, never stopped learning and, uh, just get better and better and better because at the end of the day, it's like, you, you, you can have anything you want in life, but all you have to do is identify what you want. And then the skills that are required to, to achieve that and, marketing is one of the skills business is one of the skill is one of the skills that once you learn that that's money handled for you if you're a master at marketing that's money handled for you you don't have to worry about money anymore because you now know how to create it love that so you started very young and had a bit of an entrepreneurial spark and um that's what kind of brought you into business and marketing now. So let's talk about what do you do now? What's your, your day to day now? So I, I would describe myself as a, as a marketing coach. If, if, if I had a job, obviously I'm, I'm an author and a parent and a husband as well. But it's like, if, if I had to describe myself in terms of a job, I, I would describe myself as a marketing coach. And I, I work with uh, well, all sized businesses really, but sort of predominantly small to medium sized businesses, helping them, Create, create an effective marketing plan and deploying that to uh, take businesses to the next level, basically. Revenue generation. Hey, hey, I like it. So you wrote this book called The 90-Day Marketing Plan. What is a 90-Day Marketing Plan? Yeah, it's, uh, 
it's just a step-by-step process to create a plan within your business to actually take your business to market and implement that over the next 90 days. A lot, a lot of people I've discovered and, and myself to some extent start businesses because we have a passion that, that we're passionate about, obviously. And it seems logical that we can combine our passion with our income and just live that dream lifestyle. But the reality is we just create a prison for ourselves for the most part, because we put ourselves in a situation that we're really not, qualified to be in so most business owners when i when i start working with them they're really great at what they do because it's their passion they've spent their time their energy their money and their resources in getting really good at what they do but they have the whole build it and they will come mentality if i create this business will just show up and the reality of the situation is it doesn't uh one of the best pieces of advice i have i ever got was everything you get you're going to have to fight for nothing is going to just come to you. Everything you're going to get, you're going to have to fight for. And that's not something business owners are told or understand when they first go into business. They think if they create a great product, a great service, uh, then it's all going to work out for them. And the reality is nobody's going to know about you unless you tell them. Nobody's going to give you business unless you ask for it. Nobody's going to give you a sale unless you present that sale to them and ask for the sale. And the 90 day marketing plan is about that aspect of business. It's like, where do you find people that want, need, and can pay for your services? How do you present your services to those people in such a way that creates desire and interest? And then how do you maintain the relationship for a sufficiently long, time, long enough time for them to actually trust you to make that transaction? Yeah, I think it's so important to be able to, for business owners to realize that you have to market your business. You have to market your products and services you have to tell someone about what you're doing. And, you know, we all love the organic sale, but even organic, you know, even us getting organic sales, it's still because we did a good job of presenting, you know, online, it's about putting the right SEO so that people can search for our product and find it. And then presenting that product in a way that helps that customer decide to make a buying decision with us. But I read something the other day, um, I was doing a, a funnels class in my mastermind group. We were talking about sales and sales funnels and um, the difference between a marketing funnel and a sales funnel and all of that. And I got this statistic and I think it was 84% of consumers expect to be led through the buying journey. That means they expect to be marketed to and they expect you to build up a nice offer for them and to lead them through the buying journey. And so, <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people aren't, aren't always aware of, like you said, they just kind of think, okay, if, and especially maybe our audience, you know, okay, if I just find a really great product and I put it on Amazon, there's already traffic on Amazon. It's just going to sell. And that works sometimes, but if it's not a really great product and you're a commodity, what happens is you end up paying for all these clicks because people click on your listing or, you know, your offer. And then they go, Oh, that's, that's not really that valuable. There's a hundred more just like it. Let me see if I can find a cheaper one. Right. So, you know, it's, it's about the whole sales process. It's about defining, you know, your products, your services, and then marketing them in a way that's that the customer feels that you offer value, right? 
Um, so I love that. I, I think it's, it's great that you're helping people develop a plan in a short period of time, like 90 days seems feasible, right? Um, so what would you say in terms of for our listeners, you know, selling online, how important is marketing and having a marketing plan? Well, you have to understand money marketing is the money part of your business. No marketing equals no money. Great marketing equals great money. Poor marketing equals poor money. No marketing equals no money. So marketing is the money part of your business. And there are lots of reasons to go into business, but really money is the primary one. I would say for most people, it's like, you know, if, you, if, if you're doing it because you want to change the world, where well, you can do that in church. You can do that in a charitable organization. You don't have to go into business to change the world. Most people go into business because they're looking for freedom and they're looking for money, right? If we're just being honest. So w without marketing, there is no money. And that, that, that's what you have to understand. Marketing is the money part of your business. And if you don't have that handled, your business is going to be very stressful, especially if you're buying inventory and, and you've you got a cash flow that and stuff like that. Not a good situation. Yeah. So, you know, what I find often, you know, in the online entrepreneurs community is many times people don't plan their money properly and then they don't have money left over for marketing. I'm sure in your business as a marketing coach, you deal with a lot of people who are like, I don't have money to spend on marketing because, you know, I already spent this much on inventory or, you know, whatever. Right. And I'm sure you hear that a lot. So what's your argument about, you know, you said marketing is the money part of your business, but what about those people that say, I don't have money to spend on marketing? You know, it's probably not what you want to hear, but it's like, you're not in a position to go into business. If that's the case, it's like saying, I'm going to start an ice cream shop, but I can't afford any ice cream. So as soon as people give me some money, like you know, give me the money for the ice cream in advance. And then we'll go buy the ice cream. It's, it's, it's a prerequisite to going into business. So whenever I start a new business, which is far too often, to be honest with you, <laughs> before, before I spend a dime on creating a product or anything really to actually do with that business, the first thing I do is look at the feasibility of the marketing. Is there a route to market? Is it cost effective? Where, where, where does my target market hang out? Can I reach them? How much does it cost me to reach them? Those are the first things I look at because it does me no good at all. It, it, even if it's a great product that everybody wants, if I can't reach the target market or it's too expensive, it's not economically viable, then, then it's not a good business. It's, it's not a good business. So you, you definitely want to start out with, well, in life in general, you want to start out with the end in mind. What, what is the end result? So, uh, you know, you want to reach a group of people, where, the, where do those people hang out? Can you reach them? And I see, you know, I work with a lot of businesses that, They'll, they'll put so much time, effort, love, and passion into their product that the marketing is literally an afterthought and they have, they've, run out of, they've run out of money. Yeah. I've worked with a company recently. They're a software company, put $60,000 into the development of their software, had a great piece of software. And then I said, well, okay, what's the marketing budget? And they're like, well, we kind of spent the money on the product. It's like not a, bright, not a great move because now you've got a really great product and you've got absolutely no way of telling people about it. So... You definitely want to think about from, from the beginning when you're putting your business plan together, when you're choosing a product, you, you want to look at how is this viable to get into the marketplace? Is there a different route that we can take to the marketplace? You know, 
those are the things you want to talk about. And if the answer is no, then just slow down and, and, and rethink your plan because it's better to delay than it is to lose your money. Rule number one, you know, protect your money. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, that's a, it's a part of the business plan. You know, yeah. when you're doing a business plan, your marketing plan is a huge part of your business plan. And you have to know, you know, building out your target, doing your target market analysis and understanding where your, who your customer is and where they hang out is so, so important. I know for most of our listeners, they would assume that their, their audience maybe hangs out on Amazon, right? Because they're putting this product on Amazon and they're wanting to do the, the marketing mostly on Amazon. Andy and I always recommend that they have at least three forms of external traffic outside of Amazon because that yeah. is how they can really scale and really grow. Um, it's great to have a product on Amazon because Amazon's such a trusted platform, right? So people, consumers see that and they go, oh, it's like, they think of it like Walmart. They think of it as a major department store. They don't know that they're buying from people, you know, in our, in our homes, you know, starting our own little small businesses um, that become big businesses sometimes. Um, but, you know, even on Amazon, the marketing can be quite expensive. And we have a lot of entrepreneurs that kind of find these very competitive products. They look at these lists and they launch products that everybody else is launching at the same time. And marketing then becomes very expensive. And so Andy and I always tell people, check your cost of advertising before you move forward with this product. If the average cost per click is a dollar and i'm just going to give the listeners a tip here you guys know you can go on like sellerapp.com they have a free keyword research tool you can put in your keyword and they'll tell you the average cost per click and so you can look at that cost per click and you want to plan that across three campaigns 20 clicks a day so if your average cost per click is one dollar and you're planning that across three campaigns 20 clicks a day, that means you need to set aside $60 a day marketing budget if you're only doing Amazon pay-per-click advertising. And then you need to look at, okay, well, $60 a day, how many units can I expect to sell in a day? That's when we look at our competitor data and we say, okay, I think my competitors are selling 10 units a day. I think I can reasonably expect to sell five or six units a day. Okay, well, in the beginning, when you're doing launch and you're paying for 20 clicks across those three campaigns, that's $60 a day marketing budget just on Amazon. And then you got to divide that by your five units that you're hoping to be able to sell. And do you have the budget to last, right? So that's one way of coming up with, um, with a marketing budget for your product on Amazon. But what about off Amazon, Cody? What would you say about, you know, if, if my audience, let's talk about how do we first of all find out where our audience hangs out? Like where, how, what kind of resources do you use to research that? Okay, that's a, good, that's a good question. So, well, my first piece of advice would be don't get involved in a product that you don't use or you wouldn't use or you're not interested in. So, so don't, don't fall into the trap of seeing what somebody else is doing and thinking that it's going to make money because it's making money for them because you're never going to find the answer to this question. How, how do you figure out where does the audience hang out? Well, hopefully you have some interest in the product and you, know, you're, you are the audience, right? I, I always look at myself as the target market. 
So, you know, I'm selling a book on Amazon, right? So I'm a book buyer. I buy books on Amazon, specifically business books, marketing books. So where do I hang out? That's what I ask myself. What websites am I going to? What Facebook pages am I engaging with and liking? What YouTube videos, what channels am I subscribing to? Those are the places that I start because if you can get a, if you can get a base list, uh, those platforms will help you out. So YouTube's a big one for me. So I consume a lot of information on YouTube. So I'll go, I'll go to the YouTube interface in the back end of Google and tell them that these are the channels that I like and they'll, they'll be a help bring up a, a list of suggestions. So that, that's a good place to start there. Same, same with Facebook. If I can put in a couple of interest into interest into the advertising uh, platform on the back end, they will start making suggestions to say, okay, people who liked uh, this show also like this show. People who read, read this book also read this book. So that, that's a good place to start. So my, my, my first piece of advice there would be don't get involved with something you don't know anything about or you're not interested in. And then second piece of advice, once you've figured that out, start using yourself as the guinea pig. What okay, expand on that. Um, using yourself as the guinea pig. How do you do that? Well, you just, you, you just start thinking, well, what, where do I go? What's, what's my footprint? What am I interested in? What platforms do I like? What websites do I like? That's why, you know, making, you know, picking a product where you're the target market is really the, it's the best way to go. So you're an Amazon seller. If you create an Amazon product, then your target market effectively is you, right? You're wanting to grow your Amazon business. So you know where people that, in, you are a person that wants to grow your Amazon business. So you know where those people hang out. You know what kind of content they're consuming. You know where they're consuming it because it's you. Right. You don't, you right. don't have to go very far. Whereas like, I've got a camera here in front of me. I don't know anything about cameras. I just, just bought this because someone told me I should because I'll get better quality video or whatever. It's like, to be honest, it's just sat there. It's like, I wouldn't, if I was selling an, a, a Canon ES650 on Amazon, I wouldn't know where to start with that. I, wouldn't, I don't know where people that love cameras hang out. I don't know what their problems are. I don't know what's on their mind. I don't know what they're engaging with in terms of, I, I don't know. So selling a camera for me would be, It'd be a, hard. A terrible mistake, even though it might be very profitable. <laughs> you would have to, you know, if you're selling a product that you don't know a lot about, um, my advice to people is you need to learn a little bit more learn, about yeah. your perfect fit customer, yeah. right? And um, especially if people are kind of exploring a niche and they're building a brand in a specific niche and they're really, you know, your goal is always to find your perfect fit customer. That person that is going to follow you and buy from you and just, yes, they are it. If you can find that perfect fit customer and you can interview them, you can find, well, what, how would you describe my product? Perfect fit customer, right? How would you descri describe it and where do you hang out? And, you know, so we were doing a, a class on target market analysis um, and how to build out your target market analysis for your customer. And we we're talking about the, the goal is to find that perfect fit customer. And you might not have that when you first launch your product, you might be making some educated guesses, but I love that, um, that you can start with what you know, right? You can start with, okay, well, I know it's, I know it's men, <laughs> you know, if I'm selling, if I'm selling beard gel, I, I know I'm not targeting women, you know, yeah. <laughs> if I'm selling beard oil, okay, I know it's men. And then I can do some, some research on, you know, um, how old are men with beards, you know, and where do they live? Where do they hang out? And then I can also Google things like I can Google my competitors brands and I can say, okay, who buys brand X? 
you know, so if I have a competitor beard oil, you know, <laughs> and I, and I Google that, then I can learn about a lot about the target market. But I love your advice there, Cody, about don't pick a product that you know nothing about and that you can't get behind. What I, the way I always put it is why would you want to get up out of bed every morning and sell <laughs> something you don't even like to people you don't even know? Like yeah, exactly. I'm in the cat market. I have three cats and I invented a product to clean the cat litter box. Right. So I'm excited every day. I'm excited to get out of bed and I'm excited to bring new things to market for pet owners. You know, that is what I'm excited about. And, and I love it because I'm the target market. So I don't have to do a lot of research, right? I don't have to go in depth because I already know where I hang out. I already know, That's you know, it. what I like watching. I already know, you know, but sometimes my customers surprise me because we're on, we're growing our Pinterest audience and the boards that they like are not always what I expect. So, you know, you learn more and more about your target market as you're in business. Thanks for tuning in to part one of this episode. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.